You are listening to the Lima Community Church Podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. Of a family of Wait, you know, God. I don't know about you, but men singing in jail seems a little bit crazy to me. But I got to tell you, in the Bible, in the book of Acts, chapter 16, there was a story about men singing in jail. This is Paul and Silas. And the Bible tells us that Paul and Silas have been traveling everywhere, telling everyone all about Jesus. You guys, you know, when Jesus died after his death and resurrection, he told his disciples, I want you all to go everywhere from one end of the earth to the other and tell everybody all about me. And that's what Paul and Silas have been doing. They were telling everyone about Jesus. People were believing and they were being baptized. But there were some leaders that did not like what Paul and Silas were teaching. And they wanted to find a way to stop them from talking about Jesus. So what they did is they accused them of causing an uproar and they ordered the soldiers to arrest them, to strip them, to beat them, and to throw them into prison. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were Paul and Silas, I'd be feeling a little bit discouraged at this point because we were doing good. We were telling others about Jesus and now we've landed in jail. But they're in jail singing? Get this, verse 25 of chapter 16 in Acts says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain. And they just kept on going. You guys, it was midnight, and they just kept singing. But let's look at verse 26. This is what happened then. It says, suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Now, we need to create an earthquake here. So, because we need our prison walls to fall, right? So if there's a violent earthquake, there's probably gonna be this sound. So I need you all to kind of help me make a rumble, okay? Everybody do this, let me hear you, everybody. Moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas. Oh, our lights are even flickering because it's a violent earthquake. And you guys, you gotta shake a little bit. Come on, everybody shake. Paul and Silas are shaking, the earthquake's gone. Come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Our doors need to fall. Let's see if we can make them fall. Here we go. Oh, wow. That was a really good earthquake. And the doors fell. The, the jail was shaken. And you guys, the Bible goes on to tell us that there was this jailer who was guarding Paul and Silas. Now he was supposed to make sure Paul and Silas did not escape from this jail, right? And when he heard the earthquake and then he heard the walls fall and the doors open and saw the chains come off, this jailer is really confused and he's really worried at this point because you guys, it was his job to make sure that they did not escape. In fact, he was so concerned, he even thought the king was gonna kill him. And he was so worried. And Paul looked over at him and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, sir. Don't worry, don't worry. We are all here. It's okay. Well, when the jailer saw all the prisoners were there, he couldn't believe it. And he had heard the singing all night long. And he wondered how these two men could possibly be singing and be joyful 
when all this bad stuff had happened to them. And in his heart, the jailer thought, I want to have this too. Listen to what verse 29 says of Acts chapter 16. The jailer called for the lights. He rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. And then he looked at them and he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Then Paul and Silas spoke the word of the Lord to the jailer and to all the others in the jailer's house. At the hour of the night, the jailer took them and he washed their wounds. And then immediately the jailer and all his family were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. And the jailer was filled with great joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole family. Give our actors a hand, they did a good job. You know, it's so exciting to me to think that Paul and Silas were experiencing such a horrible, horrible time in their life. And yet they were still in this jail singing. You guys, how many times do bad things happen in our life and we think, how am I ever gonna get through this or why is this happening? Well, God sure brought some good out of a bad situation and we oftentimes will find him doing that for us as well. The jailer, you guys, believed in God that day. He wanted what Paul and Silas had and he became part of the family of God. That is so exciting. In just a little bit, we're gonna baptize some friends. And those friends are telling all of you today that they have chosen to be a part of the family of God. What I wanna share with you though is there's three things that these people who are being baptized are showing you today. The first thing they're showing you is that they wanna be a part and they are a part now. They have a new family. So you know, when God puts us here on this earth, he gives us a mom and a dad and brothers and sisters and children, right? On the screen is a picture of my family. See if it's here somewhere. This is my family. My husband Clark and I have three beautiful daughters. We have two amazing sons-in-law. And not added to the picture, we have a brand new seven-month-old little grandson. God has blessed us with this family here on this earth. But you guys, there's another family that God invites you to be a part of. And that's God's family. And it's a choice that we make to become a part of that family. And these people that are being baptized today, they have chosen to be a part of God's family. And he welcomes us all into this family and we are all are valued in this family. And every member serves the other one. So today, as you see these people getting baptized, they're saying to you, we have a new family. The second thing they're saying to you is that we have a new life. We have a new life in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come. We're putting that life of sin behind us. And we are choosing to live our life the way God wants us to live. So we have a new family, we have a new life. And the third thing is we have a new helper. And that new helper that we have is the Holy Spirit. God gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit to help us walk through each and every day, to walk beside us, to guide our decisions, to guide our choices to help us obey what God wants us to do. So as these people are baptized today, they're saying to you, hey, we have a new family. We have a new life. We're playing on God's team now. 
and we have a new helper. At the beginning of all this, when Paul and Silas were singing this song, they were singing a song called The Family of God. Now, I don't know for sure what song Paul and Silas were singing way back then, midnight at midnight in jail. But as I was working through this story this week, I thought, you know what? There's a song that I remember from my childhood growing up in a little Mennonite church that we used to sing. And it was called The Family of God. And Paul and Silas were singing it. And I remember after baptisms um, in this little church, we would sing The Family of God as we were welcoming these people into the family of God. And I want you to look a little bit closer at this song. We're gonna put some of the words on the screen. And I want you to think about what it says. It says, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by his blood. You guys, we have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Our sins have been forgiven and we can be part of this family of God. And then it goes on to say, joint heirs with Jesus as we travel the sod. So joint heirs with Jesus. You guys, if we are joint heirs with Jesus, we are brothers and sisters with Jesus. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings. We're sons and daughters of God and we're heirs of a heavenly kingdom. Is that exciting or what? So we are joint heirs with Jesus. And then it says, as we travel the sod. Well, you guys, sod is dirt or earth, right? So we are heirs with Jesus as we walk on this earth. So joint heirs with Jesus as we travel this sod. For I'm part of a family, the family of God. Check out this next verse. It says, you will notice we say brother and sister around here, right? We're brothers and sisters in Christ. It's because we're a family and these folks are so dear. Then get this, when one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in this victory of this family so dear. You guys, I'm sure that a lot of you have experienced this, being a part of the family of God. When you're hurt, when your heart is broken and you share it with the family of believers, we all cry together, right? And then the reverse is also true. When you're rejoicing and you're so excited about something good in your life, we rejoice together. So in this family of God, we hurt together. We cry together. We laugh together and rejoice. And then it goes on to say, from the door of an orphanage to the house of the king. I'm no longer an outcast, a new song I sing. You guys, from the door of the orphanage, God has adopted us all into his family. So often we feel like we don't belong, that we can never belong because of our sin, but God invites us to come. We're no longer an outcast, we belong in the family of God. And then it says at the end, from rags unto riches, from the weak to the strong. I'm not worthy to be here, but praise God, I belong. You guys, it doesn't matter where you come from, what you've done or who you are. God invites all of you to come into his family. We just need to choose to be a part of it. Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.